a movie that's essentially just two inarticulate men arguing and fighting. How marvellously appropriate. We're talking No Holds Barred on episode 135 of Have You Seen? Hello, denizens of the internet and what's left of the human race. Uh, hello. I've said that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm terrible at this now. Oh, dear. This. What are you drinking? Me? Yeah. Why? What are you drinking? Just tell me. Tea. Okay. Cold tea. All right. It must be It must be my pop shield. Something smells vaguely of chocolate. It's not me. I think it's the pop shield. It smells, it smells like cocoa powder. Yeah, no, it's not me. Okay. Um... I'm Kieran Lefort. Uh, can't think of any clever names. And over there is Tom Webb. Hello. Who also can't think of any clever nicknames. No. No. Um, there's nothing much clever about this show, <laughs> this episode, to be honest. No, definitely not. Um, thanks to my... No, no adjective required. Thanks to my brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are uh, talking about um, Hulk Hogan's debut starring role well that's not his movie debut it's his first lead role right no holds barred because he was thunderlips in rocky three before this right <laughs> what are you laughing such a name yeah well here he's just called rip he yeah. doesn't even have a surname yeah um yeah um this came about because well, we weren't going to do any more after last week's. And then I unwrapped last week's, last month's probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I unwrapped my Christmas present from my brother. Yeah. And part of it was the DVD of No Holds Barred because he is a wrestling fan and I'm a wrestling fan and he likes to troll me. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, well, I'm not going to suffer this on my own. I'm going to make Tom watch it as well. Fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, we watched No Holds Barred. Mm. I've really forgotten how to do podcasts, have, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah? Are you going to rescue me? No, not really. It's no. quite entertaining. <laughs> Great. Um, how do we start with No Holds Barred? Hmm. It's it's a film that's sort of about wrestling, but also sort of not. Yeah. So, for me, okay, I kind of think of it as a cross between an early Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, so something like Kickboxer. Right. Or, um, but basically anything where Jean-Claude Van Damme goes into a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of a movie, uh, cr- with a little bit of like an Arnie running man style film. Right. Uh, and they've kind of tried to take those kind of sort of story arcs or plot lines or elements and then... They've just gone, who can we get to star in this? Oh, wait, Hulk Hogan. Oh, I suppose it has to be about wrestling then. Like, because the, the, the wrestling in it is not treated like wrestling in the real world. No. Like ever, as far as I can understand it. It's like, they treat it like it's boxing or underground well, fighting. Um, the So, let, let's just start the start. Hulk Hogan plays a man called Rip. Yeah. He is the champion of the World Wrestling Federation, yeah. which was true of the time, yeah, except yeah. he was Hulk Hogan, champion of the World Wrestling yeah. Federation. Um, and the matches are all treated as if they're real, which is mm. fine. This is 1989. Yeah, that's what um, they do, yeah. yeah. Um, but they, they seem to be treated more like one-off single, singular boxing events. 
Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know much about wrestling. And did they have like? Because now it's all about the stories that kind of go on. Oh yeah, no, no. Well, it still was the same there, and yeah. it all built up to um, yeah. three or four pay per views per year. Yeah. So you run regular television where yeah. the stars would squash no names yeah. and uh, shout into the microphone about how they were going to beat up their opponent at yeah. the mega Whatever. show in two yeah. months' time, and yeah. it's to build anticipation yeah. for the mega show in two months' yeah. time, which is on TV, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, whereas the, the, the setup in this feels more like they're, they're like boxing bouts, mm. which are just occur sporadically whenever, when there are two people that people think should fight each other. And so it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like that traditional wrestling setup that you're talking about, where there, there are long-running yeah. stories and what have you. Well, there could have been, but there wasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, there wasn't even a short running story. Well, that's my point. Um, so I, immediately, I ran into questions when we start <laughs> because the first thing we see is, is Rip coming out for a match. Yeah. Um, uh, wrestling trivia fans will note that his opponent is Bill Eady, who right. was Axe in Demolition. Right. Uh, I, I'm a wrestling nerd. You're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, uh, and Rip's a bit of a pussy in his first match. Yeah. One elbow, and he's immediately into a sleeper hold, and he's down. Yeah. Like, he's rubbish. Yeah. And then he does the, the big comeback. Um, his, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some wrestling nerd picking. His finisher <laughs> uh, is a running double axe handle, which they'd call an axe hammer. What's yeah. an axe hammer? Just think of those two words together. What is an axe hammer? Okay, I don't think it's called an axe hammer, but there is a, a type of axe... That ha- no, seriously, that has like it has an axe blade, but it has a really weighted right. Back and we think it might be it. one of those. So it's co- it's almost like w- one side is the axe, the other side's a sledgehammer. Right. Hmm. But I don't think it's called an axe hammer. I don't know what it's called. But th- but there is something. But that still makes no sense. Yeah, I know. In this context. Yeah. Um. It's immediately obvious that Hulk Hogan has no idea how to do ADR. Because when he's coming to the ring, he's he's like slapping hands with people, going, "Yeah, brother, yeah, okay, yeah." All right. None of his words ever match no. his lip movements at any point, and, and generally throughout this film, yeah. none of his words match his lip movements at any point when he's doing ADR. And there's also a bit of an issue with the foley mixing. I noticed. Yeah, there are certain sound effects that just are just like way too loud. Mm. So the the two that really stuck out, like so, when he rips his shirt. Yeah, the, the 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 rip of the thing is way louder than it should be. Well, rip which I shirt of, open like that was Hulk Hogan's it, it, trademark. Oh yeah, entrance. I realise, I know that, I know um, that. So I, like, I kind of figured, okay, yeah, but that, but the one that really stuck out and really made me laugh was Jesse Ventura's hair. He had foley on his hair. So did you not notice that the hairstyle he was sporting? I noticed his terrible hairstyle. Yes. So basically, he didn't he didn't necessarily have hair so much as well. All of his hair was beaded in like a bob. Yeah. Which like like some sort of Egyptian it style. It wasn't. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But someone had really gone to town with the rattling of the beads. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, imagine if that was like the job you had to do for that day. Yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got to pretend to make the sound of Jesse Ventura's hair. <laughs> um, so Hulk Rip wins his match yeah. and it's being watched on TV by an evil television executive? Uh, seemingly so, yes. Right. Yeah, of a, of a rival network. Yeah. Um, and he's like 
we're we're failing. That stuff is big. I want that man on my station. Yeah. Get him by any means necessary. Yeah. What are they going to do with him? Well, because this, people are tuning in to watch him wrestle on that stage. Well, this right? is the thing. It's like, so why is he not buying the promotion or starting his own wrestling promotion? Is it going to be Hulk Hogan presents a cooking that, show or a game the, show? That's what makes no sense Rip. about this thing. Is is it because it's they they fixate on him as a person rather than like the entity, the show that well, it should be, yeah. which we'll get to later. But my favourite bit about that scene is when he really loses it and in a fit of pique throws the TV remote. But instead of it like smashing a TV, which would which would kind of reflect his anger really yeah. well, it kind of limply hits a corner and falls into a pot plant, <laughs> which gets its own close up. <laughs> It just made me laugh so much because it only and, and again the foley really undersells it. <laughs> so it's, it just kind of gently taps off the corner of the wall and drops into a pop plant. Nice. Doesn't smash. Perhaps like, perhaps you know. Kurt Fuller has basketball skills that were hitherto unknown. <laughs> Maybe. And also, I suspect that we're coming to the first instance, what I believe might be a typo in the script that Kurt Fuller just decided to embrace, mm. which is the phrase jockass. Yes. Which I was just like, that's not a word or a phrase or an insult. No. And no. I was just like, surely... He says it at least three times. Oh, easily, yeah. yeah. And I was just kind of like, I kind of feel like that was his little rebellion. Like he spotted a typo <laughs> and was just like, if they don't notice this, I'm just going to keep with it. Nice. Um, yeah, it's so Hogan for some reason. I'm going to keep calling him that, aren't I? Rip for some reason decides he's going to take a meeting with Fuller's character. I don't even know what Kurt Fuller's character is called. Um, Mr. Evil, uh, Breel, I think. Brell, Breel, Brell, B R E double L, probably Brell, Brell, I think. He is Brell. Well done. Yeah. That's good memory for this yeah. terrible movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rip decides to take the meeting with yeah. this, this man. Mm. Um, Brell tries to butter him up and then tries to threaten him. Yeah, it, he's got a very confusing work. management style. Yeah. Let's say that. So, like, the other thing that amused me was there's a scene where he's kind of talking to all of his execs. Yeah. And he's standing at his desk and you realise that his desk is knee height. Well, this is interesting. I want to find out how tall Kurt Fuller is. Oh, he is very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew he was tall. But his desk is literally knee height. And then he sits down at a chair and he seems to be at the right height for the desk. Kurt Fuller is almost six foot four. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because Hogan at this point mm. uh, was billed at six foot eight. Mm, and Hogan right. in the scene where they're face to face he's wearing cowboy boots with big heels on them. Yeah. And they are pretty much eye to eye. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why, do, why does the TV executive have to be that big? Wouldn't you want somebody <laughs> smaller to emphasise Hogan's height? Well, yeah, maybe. Um, so, oh, God. This is going to be such a struggle. Yeah. Um, Rip leaves uh, in the back of the limo that brought him. Uh, the driver is a plant who takes him on yeah. a... Not the potted plant that the remote <laughs> fell in. <laughs> He's a, he works for Brell. Yeah. Uh, drives, drives Rip away um, uh, to an ambush in a car park. Yeah. Uh, Rip <laughs> figures this out on the way and starts kicking <laughs> and punching the back of the limo. Yeah. Are we not... supposed to believe that the strength of this man is what is making the limo <laughs> swerve all over the road? Because he starts kicking the door. Yeah. And... 
the interior shot, you see him kicking the door handle. Mm. The exterior shot, you see his heel print coming out of yeah. the metal. Yeah. Yet, when you cut back to the... Like, there's no indentation in the interior of the door. Oh, yeah. And then he starts... To be honest, smash- I think continuity errors like that are the least of our worries. And he smashes up the minibar for no reason. <laughs> he's angry. So he's kicking away at the back of this limo. Yeah. Um, we... So we... <laughs> We see him perform a few feats of strength during this film. It's put over the, you know, this guy This yeah. guy is, is tough. He can't kick the door open, <laughs> but he can somehow leap out of what appears to be the lead-lined sunroof when they stop. Yeah. And, there are, like, and it, like, there's this, it's a typical kind of 80s limo, yeah. which had to be, like, there's, there's a couple of vehicles in this movie that are in every 80s movie, which yeah, is yeah. a limo like that and a Jet Ranger helicopter. Yeah. And they... Uh, yeah, it's basically just here's some production value. We're going to trash this limo yeah. for no reason because yeah. ju- there is absolutely no reason for him to trash the limo because he could just easily end up at his destination as a surprise, and it would be the same thing. Yes, and then they trash the limo anyway because they have a fight around. Exactly. It. Yeah, but even so, like when the guy's driving down a straight road, he swerves to drive through a sentry box. <laughs> But Rip is kicking the back door so hard. <laughs> but, but the, but the, no, but it's, it's a deliberate turn of the wheel into the sentry box <laughs> and through it. And it's just like, what? And it's not even like he's avoiding a fence or a post or a gate. Or a it's, person. It, yeah. It, there's a bit of road. He's driving along it. There's a bo- there's like a sentry box. He drives, swerves through that and then carries on. And then they come to a stop. And it's yep. just like, yeah, I just, oh, man, I don't understand. I don't understand. No. Well, we go. We we make our way off to a fight, which I called a team as fuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. It was. It's all yeah. Big wild swings and yeah. people getting thrown over bonnets. Yeah. And that kind of thing. One of my favourite bits is a, is a close up of um, Hulk Hogan hitting the floor. Like he kind of he, he either leaps off the the vehicle or gets kicked off it or something, mm. and he he hits the floor. Uh, but before he hits the floor, you can see the patch of baby oil. Where he's hit where the floor several times. Yeah, I noticed that as well. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, that's amazing. Uh, then there's a terrible poo joke. Yes. What's that smell? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is, I might as well bring this up now. I wrote this in my last note, but I might as well bring it up now. Um, this really is... Um, 90 minutes of Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan's psyches laid bare. Oh, absolutely it is, um, yeah. So I think I need to talk about this more on a on a wrestling podcast than a movie podcast. Yeah. It's um so Rip does charity work. Yeah. Gets the girl, spoiler. Yeah. Speaks French. Wins every fight, speak French. Rides a cool motorcycle is already the world champion going into this, and yep. that is never at stake. Yeah. And another spoiler helps rehab his brother. Yeah. Who's Jacob from Lost? Which is just weird. what you know, Jacob, the blonde dude who is the leader of the others. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's that's the kid. Was it? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even didn't even yeah. notice that. Yeah. Um, and on the 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 McMahon side of it, he loves. Um, big muscular men. Yeah. Um, money mm-hmm. uh, and expense. Yeah. Toilet humor. Yeah. Uh, and the we only get one example in this: hot women. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's both of those men's 
Yeah. This but, could not be a product of any two other people. No, absolutely. But what was, what was, what amazes me so much is that... Oh, yeah, here, I wrote it down here. Uh, I was about to ask who is this for, and then I remembered all the things Vince McMahon likes. Bullying, fighting, midgets, money, toilet humour, yeah. big muscular men, hot women and misogyny. Yeah, exa- it's exactly it. And what amazes me is the fact that they've created this character of Brell, who's essentially Vince McMahon... And he's just he's just a thoroughly despisable person. Oh yeah. And it's just like, hang on a minute, this is your movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I know he's he's the bad guy, but it's it seems such a transparent caricature. Yeah. It's amazing that it came from him himself. Yeah. I think it just goes to show you the ego of the man that he thinks this is who, this is who I am. Isn't yeah. it brilliant? Oh yeah. Um, this is well, we could get into all the things that he has done on uh, WWE uh, television. Uh, and the rest of his family. Yeah. Um, it's a, They're a fucked up bunch. Mm. Um, so you mentioned uh, Hulk speaking French. <laughs> Should we talk about that scene? Yes. So um, uh, a lady by the name of Samantha, played by Joan Severance, yeah. uh, shows up. Joan Severance, best known for a lot of uh, mid-90s uh, softcore erotic thrillers. Uh, also the um, Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder movie, See No Evil, He No Evil. There you go. She's she's the bad guy with Kevin Spacey. There you go. Bad girl with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, she shows up to sort of... What is she? She's some kind of brand consultant or... Yeah, so I was a bit confused about it. So in the first time you meet her, it kind of appears like she's Burrell's counterpart at the network that uh, Rip is with, but it kind of transpires later on that she's she is a working consultant yeah. and she's yeah. working for yeah. Burrell. Oh, no, I figured she'd been hired in from the outside. Right, okay, I didn't... Figure that. Um, she uh, has a meeting with Rip, where they end up having a bit of an argument, which turns into a bit of fl- a bit of a flirt, which yeah. turns into them going for dinner that night. Yeah, in a church. Yeah, the sight of Hulk Hogan in a Saturday Night <laughs> Fever white disco suit is incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then then they decide to do that kind of cliched. Uh, I'm going to judge you on your looks scene. Yeah. And they all, with, but the, with the what they also do, and it's another Vince McMahon thing, because he is, despite legitimately now being a billionaire mm. and has been for close to two decades now. Yeah. Um, he likes to think of himself as coming from nothing, yeah. despite his father having been a promoter yeah. and pretty well off. Yeah. Uh, he likes to think of like drags himself by, up by his boots. Sc- bootstraps mm. and another one of his things is uh sn- sticking it to snooty people yeah which happens in this scene yeah uh where the the um the the waiter is being a dick he presumes yeah. that hogan is uh that rip is uh a neanderthal yeah who's not gonna understand this fancy french food uh yeah. but it turns out the uh fancy french food which turns out to be snail quiche yeah oh god <laughs> i know oh god um i don't even like normal quiche um and so, yeah, so the maitre d' is all snooty about this, but yeah. then uh, the other waiters turn out to be wrestling fans, and so does the chef, uh, yeah. and it transpires that Rip comes in here all the time, and the yeah. chef's, and he speaks French to the chef, and the chef goes off and makes his favourite food. Yeah, and they come out, and they're, they're like, don't you know who this is, who this is? And, yeah. saying, and the waiter's like, Monsieur Le Hou? <laughs> he's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's, it's so very, very weird. Yeah. Um, so the other thread of this is um, Fuller trying Brell trying to get Rip for his yeah. network or to find 
He's trying to get rid for his network, but he's also trying to find counter-programming for the wrestling. Yeah, so basically he just wants ratings. Like yeah. that. It's that typical 80s TV exec, all that mm. matters are ratings. And, Vince McMahon. Yeah, and, and, and basically uh, he, he decides, oh, wait, we need Rip on our show, so why don't we create? They end up in some dive bar where yeah. there's like fucking backyard wrestling going on yeah yeah. They're like, okay let's do this it's, it, yeah it, it's essentially organized bar fights yeah 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 <laughs> they give it the lamest name for a tv battle show. of the tough guys i'm like can you not <laughs> no so this is coming from the mind that came up with at the at the time their big shows were wrestlemania pretty pretty good name yeah, big yeah. name royal rumble good name survivor yeah. series SummerSlam, and then uh, battle of the tough guys yeah yeah, I, I couldn't I, think of anything better. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They just, and it was the conviction with which he said it, and it yeah. just falls. I mean, it fall. It it felt like it fell flat on set. Like, it, yeah, it's like you can almost hear the crew just going, "Really? Yeah. Okay." <laughs> <laughs> um, we get in. There's another. There's another good wrestler cameo here. Right. Uh, the clubfoot guy. Who's right. called Neanderthal? The yes, guy yeah, chewing tobacco. Yeah, yeah, they call him yeah. Neanderthal in the yeah. uh, in the um, in the credit. Uh, is played by a legendary wrestler uh, Stan Hansen, right? Who is uh, legitimately legally blind, wrestled without contact lenses, uh, and his finisher is a honking great clothesline, which he would just throw as hard as he could in the direction of that blurry shape in front of him. <laughs> he is well known for hitting people incredibly hard. <laughs> Um, for me, he was the best thing in this yeah, film. Yeah, he was he was entertaining, and when he fully was, embraced his character yeah, and just yeah. went for yeah. it. They, they introduced one of the other wrestlers. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to say something. I am. Well, I, in the credits, he's credited as Klondike Kramer, right? And I'm pretty certain in the actual film they call him Klondike Raymond. Well, which I thought was just like that is just the best name. Well, hang on, the one that got me is the one I'm pretty sure one of the one of the bar fighters is called Brock Jizzer. <laughs> no, it's Brock Jizner, I think. Is it Chesner or Jizner? Hang it? on, yeah, hang yeah. on. Squeaky waitress. It made me think head. of. It made me think of Boogie Nights. Klondike Kramer, played by a man called Pete Doherty. I don't think it's that one. Where's where's I think it's Brock Chesner. Brock Chesner. Yeah, but I think you're right. Search for Brock. Brock Chisler. Chisler. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Um, yeah. So, (laughs) so having this battle of tough guys, and tough guys are battling, and then in walks Zeus. Yeah. Who with his incredible monobrow. Yeah. And his double denim. <laughs> and his cross eyes. And his cross eyes, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Tom Tiny Lister Jr., yeah. uh, who, if you watch real movies, you'll know as the president in The Fifth Element. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, he's got... I looked him up on IMDb. He has 201 acting credits. Really? Wow. And he's still going. Wow. He's in loads and loads of stuff. Um, uh, he was in Zootopia slash Zootropolis, right. depending on what country you're from. Uh, President Fifth Element, he's in The Dark Knight. Right. Uh, a movie to rival the quality of this film, he's in Dracula 3000. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so he shows up. He's going to be the bad guy. He picks up a woman by her face. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Uh, here's Vince again. <laughs> and and grunts a lot. Yeah. Um, I reckon his, that... His, his, he, he also, his voice 
sounds like mad from Inspector Gadget yes. to the point where I was thinking, was he dubbed by Frank Welker? Because he just <laughs> he sounds so much like him. Um, so he, oh God, I think that fifty percent of Hogan's dialogue is grunting and heavy breathing because he's constantly yeah juice yeah. even more so i yeah. think a good 30 to 40 percent of the dialogue for this entire movie is yeah i think you're right and there's there, there, there are these amazing kind of close-up shots sometimes with a little kind of punch in zoom mm. where hogan kind of just goes like that as as the the camera moves yeah. in and i was just like this is why it took DiCaprio so long to get an Oscar because he's not doing that. <laughs> and if Amy, if Amy Adams did that, she'd get one. You think? Yeah. You think this is what's holding them back? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a cinema trope that we're sadly missing. Yeah. Is, is the slow zoom in grunt. Yeah. yeah. But then Juice takes it beyond the grunting and starts yelling. Yes. Just ah, yeah. constantly. There's so much yelling. His throat must have been killing him after a day of this. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I must have cut out a big swathe of stuff here because the next note I've got is from a from a meeting of the network execs. Right. So they televised this Battle of the Tough Guys at this shitty yeah. bar. Um and then they start doing their like it becomes kind of like Street Fighter. Yeah. Where they will go to a location and two people will have a fight yeah. with an audience and some T V cameras. Yeah. And there's there's a meeting with the lo- with the with the executives and this is the quote. We were number one in our time slot. You're a network. Your time slot is constant. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there seems to be a complete misunderstanding mm. of, well, certainly like TV, IP, like, and the, and how, how these things are created, which given it's come from... Vince McMahon, who that's what who's he's created most a successful out of yeah. it. Yeah. Just no. like, how, how did this happen? Yeah. There is another bit. I think it might be in that same meeting where one of one of the like the kind of underlings. They, there are these two sniveling TV execs that kind of follow. Yeah, kind one of, of them I recognise from somewhere. Yeah, there's, there's one of them's been in loads of stuff, mm. um, and one of them just randomly has a video camera, and the other one to to explain it. The other one has a line of dialogue that says, do you like your new present? And the other one's going, yeah, video is my life. And that's the only <laughs> reference to the fact he's holding a video camera. Well, Like then, it's going to be a plot point later on, and it just isn't. And then he tells the other guy to get out of the way, and he's f- the, the direction he's filming in were TV screens we saw in a previous shot. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. pirating his own network. Yeah. Badly, yeah. When he could just go and ask for a tape if he wants it. I know. It, oh, dear. It doesn't... Uh, why? <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, I'm trying to remember the lead up to this. I'm going to read you my note and you right. can maybe provide some context. Right. Hulk Hogan trying to do sexy face is deeply unnerving. <laughs> is, this, is this the motel bit with him yes. and Samantha having to share a bed? It, yeah, they do. The, and slowly realising they're becoming attracted to one they another. They do the typical, uh, oh, we need to share space, but we don't like each other. Let's divide the room in half. Yeah. G- sitcom gag. Yeah. Uh, which then kind of progresses into a wanking joke. Yes. Which turns out to be Hulk Hogan doing press-ups. Yes. And then uh, he breaks the bed. Then he breaks the just bed. Just by being big. Yeah. And then he goes to sleep on the sofa in the lobby. Yeah. But for some reason... The lighting in this scene kind of makes it feel like it's the following morning 
but not the night that they seem to think it is. <laughs> so it's really good. So like there's this the scene where they go into the room and he puts up the 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 the, yeah. the thing and then it feels like it cuts to next morning, but it clearly hasn't. Mm. It's really weird. Yeah, and there's this whole strange kind of it's, it's like it's, there are weird comedy scenes with sitcom or 80s sitcom level jokes mm. that just don't fit yeah with the kind of other violent aspects or even like an action film plot mm. it's really really weird my next line is 50 minutes in sam gets slapped and i need a break <laughs> i can't even remember who slapped her no, I can't. Oh, it's um, Brell slaps her because she likes. Oh, Hulk Hogan. that's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, he then goes. She then goes running to him, running to Rip. Yeah, and for, he basically tries to take advantage of her. Yeah, of her. Yeah, in her distressed state. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then there's a, a somewhat awkward cut, and a man attacks her in a car park. I'm oh. sure there's something in between that. Yeah, I completely missed that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a man... Uh, Hogan arrives on his motorcycle and saves the day. Oh, that's he just right. happens yes, to be yes, arriving yes, yes. home at the right time. Yes. You're crazy, man, says the guy who was trying to sexually assault a wrestling champion's girlfriend on the floor of a car park in <laughs> broad daylight. Um, yeah, and there's a, there's a stunt in this where yeah, Hogan scoops him up on the front of the bike, doesn't he? Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing I couldn't quite work out. So, well, no, before that, he he's Hogan's riding the bike, and the guy's kind of running at him, and it looks like the guy's going to leap at him and knock yeah. him off the bike, or whatever. But he doesn't. It literally looks like Hogan catches his foot, and the guy just flips over the front wheel, and Hogan drives past, right. and then he kind of comes back right. and and picks yeah. him up on the front of the bike. Yeah, and there was a bit where it, it genuinely looks like they were doing a different stunt to what ended up being filmed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that it, it wouldn't re- surprise no, me. It really does look to me like the, like they, he got clipped on the foot right. in the wrong way. All right. Because he, he gets sent sprawling. And they're like, fuck it, leave it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the editor trying to rescue this turd. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Rip's attempt to comfort Samantha after this attack yeah. is this wonderful, wonderful line. Delivered like this. I hate it when you're hurt or scared, you know? <laughs> oh, he's a he's a charmer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, go on. So it occurred to me mm. that nothing bad happens to Rip in this film. No. The only bad thing that happens is when Zeus and the exec arrive in a helicopter while Rip's doing his charity work yeah. and make him look like a twat in front of a bunch of kids because he doesn't accept yeah, Zeus's challenge. Want, yeah, he doesn't want to fight yeah. him, yeah. So bad things happen to people around him, happen to his brother, happen to his mm. girlfriend. Nothing bad happens to the hero of an action movie. No, no, I know. It's weird. And again, that's Hogan's ego. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because he's... Yeah. He always has to shine. And yeah. That's always been his... <laughs> Zeus makes him look like a ninny in front of some kids and a clown. <laughs> that's what I wrote. <laughs> There's just a random clown standing off to the side. <laughs> Oi. Um, so more things happen, but I've pretty much then cut to the end. Okay. I think I gave up. 
Okay, so is there anything you'd like to fill in before yes, we get? There's to... one scene where, uh, so basically, his uh, Rip's got a brother called Randy, who's the dude from Lost. Yes, uh, who gets beaten up by Zeus. Mark Pellegrino. Yeah, he gets beaten up by Zeus mm. uh, and and paralysed, seemingly. Yeah, um, we'll get to the end punchline to that later. But yeah, he gets kind of paralysed, and Hulk Hogan has a crying scene. I think. But there's a, there's yes, a bit where he does. so this is the this is the spark that <sighs> makes terrible. Hulk go right. I'm going to get Zeus. So he mm-hmm. goes to where Zeus trains, and basically he's not there. But the TV execs have decided to just hang about and watch via a security camera Hulk Hogan wandering about Zeus's uh, gym. Yeah. Right. Oh God. And so Hulk realizes he's not there, so he starts smashing the place up a bit, uh, mm. and and then. At the end of the scene, he kind of stops because he can hear people laughing Mm. and he can hear the TV execs laughing who are watching him from a remote location via a security camera. But for some reason, Hulk Hogan can hear them laughing through the security camera because he looks up at it. Well, the the gym is set up purely for its use to train. Yeah. uh, And um, there are... Screens with Kurt Fuller yelling messages yes. of encouragement. Yeah, I think now I'm gonna I'm gonna rationalise this. Okay, I think there was a microphone where they are and a speaker there, so Fuller could give him live encouragement when he wanted to. Right. Okay. That's how I could. That's how I could justify that. Fine. Okay. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it really but... is because the way the camera, the way the shots work. Mm. It it like it's like here's how they're watching them because here's a shot of a security camera. Yeah. Here's what they're seeing in the room. Here's what they're seeing from their point of view. Mm. They're having a laugh about it. In the room, faint laughter is heard. He Hulk Hogan looks behind up, the wall, doesn't Hulk he? Hulk Hogan looks yeah. up at the camera. That's where the laughter's coming from. Mm. Close up of camera, Hulk smashes camera. And it and it's kind of Do you remember like, how he smashes the camera? He throws something at it. He picks he? up an empty barbell, barbell and throws, and throws it like it. a javelin, javelin in a yeah. really crap shot <laughs> yeah. of it directly hitting the lens right <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. 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 Dreadful. Um so we move on to the the final fight scene. Yes. We've had various uh uh Zeus beat up ver- beaten up yeah. various people. Um He's hurt Randy. Um, They all go off to... I don't know why it wasn't like an actual arena. They didn't rent out Madison Square Garden or anything. It's just a crap TV studio that you can fit maybe 300 people in. Yeah, it kind of looks a bit like The Price is Right or something like that. (laughs) It does, (laughs) yeah. Um, um, And Rip, Randy, Randy's mate, whose name I can't even remember. No. Um, And... um, Samantha all go all dressed up really nicely for yeah. this. Yeah, there's something we uh, Nick was watching with me, and something she pointed out was that everyone in that audience, all the women are wearing prom dresses. Yeah. <laughs> um, Samantha, because she's the girl, gets kidnapped. Yeah. Um, uh, and she's in the room. Is she even tied to a chair, or is she just sat in a chair um, with the two sniveling underling execs mm. uh, and two security guards? Yeah. Look at the ratings over there, <laughs> yells the security guard. <laughs> Why is he interested in ratings? And even now you can't get that sort of thing live. No. <laughs> what the hell? Um, she escapes mm. somehow. Um, 
I can't remember who says it, but there's a line that's, uh, these stupid elevators. <laughs> and why don't you do something? Like what? Well, just shoot her or something. Yeah. Just, oh, God. It's so terrible. Um, and then down in the... Um, down in the in the studio, uh, Rip and Zeus are having their having their tussle. Yeah, uh, and they break the ring somehow. Yeah, uh, which wouldn't work because those posts are usually full of concrete. I know this from experience. Yeah, um, and really, really fucking heavy. There is no part of a wrestling ring that's not heavy or cumbersome no. or annoying. No. I've had to set up more than one. Um, yeah. It needs to be that way. They are oh, yeah, absolutely because of all the forces involved, particularly with guys that size. Yeah, uh, it, it's terrible. Um, the the fight spills out of the ring mm. and up some stairs. Um, I laughed out loud when Randy leapt out of his wheelchair and Zeus threw him down and kicked him. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, fine, just just kick kick the kid. Yeah, but um, the thing is, though, even like the end fight, you kind of like well, it goes like, on forever. It does. It's like I, fucking any which way but loose. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's it's the worst kind of like end fight hmm. because it's just two massive blokes pretending to hit each other yeah and it but there's no like like to me there didn't seem to be any kind of like even like wrestling skill in it it, was, it was, doesn't have any wrestling well skill. that's what i mean like you know at least with like jean-claude van damme or so, or, or, or arnie or something like that yeah. there's a bit of there's 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 always going to be a technique on display or something yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's being used. Van Dam like, is going to do the splits kick. Yeah, yeah, and or you know, and it, there's going to be something like that. And even Arnie's just like hitting people. There's mm. going to be more to it mm. than just this. So it actually, as a movie that's kind of meant to be like, isn't wrestling amazing? You should watch mm. wrestling. It makes it look so shit. It does. <laughs> like, I mean, it's so bad. It really does. They fight. Zeus dies somehow. Can't remember. Don't uh, care. He, he, he gets ha- axe hammered or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, from a high vantage point into the ring where he makes the most perfectly That's circular right. hole That's right. in the middle of the ring. That's right. Uh, and then Hogan smashes into the gallery and kills. Well, he does well, kill Kurt, him because he can't of, kill him. Kurt Fuller smashes up his own live TV gallery. Yeah, so he he ends the broadcast that's giving him what he wants yeah. by smashing up. Yeah, and then Hulk Hogan kind of smashes the window, and in a he I think he grabs a chair to throw at him, mm. and on the backswing catches some electronics and electrocutes himself because obviously Hulk Hogan can have no part in his death. And I'm yeah, pretty part sure and Zeus is death. Well, no, because I'm pretty sure there is a shot like that from that wide shot. He's looking, and Zeus is his head kind of. Uh, oh, so you, fine. It, you know, fine. He's well, incapacitated, I, I, but not dead. I wrote Randy is so moved by his brother violently killing two men that he stands up. <laughs> yes, although when they cut back, it's not it's it's not clear that he has stood up under his own steam because in another shot he's propped up against the ring by the two women Sam and another mm. woman I don't know who the other woman is and it, they're literally just holding him up yeah. so it's not clear as to whether he has it's cured his para- paralysed body it's very very weird <laughs> yeah. um, do you have anything else to add? Uh, only that the best thing about the entire film is the song <laughs> over the end credits. You'd think I would love this film, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's wrestling, it's an action movie, and it's got terrible 80s rock in it. Yeah. 
uh, written by Jim Johnston, who wrote pretty much every uh, WWF yeah. slash WWE theme between about 1985 yeah. and maybe two or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, and the guy who's singing it, he's kind of like rock voice for hire. Yeah. And he spends, I think, his main job is as the singer for Roger Waters' version of Pink Floyd. Right. Right. Which is interesting because that's that, I don't... That that music doesn't necessarily equate with how he sings this, but yeah, it's, yeah, I, that was the best. That was the best bit. This is easily and unquestionably one of the worst films I've ever seen. Oh yeah, without um, a doubt. The good, the, the there. Are, I wrote down four good points. Joan Severance is properly eighties hot in that kind of big hair kind of way. <laughs> right. There is one good shot, which is they're in a train yard and there's a backlit shot of a of a train with sparks and stuff oh, going yeah. on as they're walking. Yeah. That looked really nice. Cool, yeah. One good shot. Uh, Stan Hansen is a Neanderthal. Yeah. Uh, and um, while his character is awful uh, and everything he has to do is awful, Tom Lister makes a very convincing, giant, scary villain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If, he, wa- yeah, if yeah. he walked into a pub you were in, yeah. you would back into the corner, I think. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I I looked up. Um, Various people involved in this. Uh, uh, Hulk Hogan, of course, um, is a wrestling legend, despite being terrible. Also a sex tape legend and is uh, responsible for shutting down Gorka. Uh, Joan Severance spent a lot of the 90s doing softcore erotic thrillers. Now she does big TV, so things like American Horror Story. Yeah, as does the director. Yes, he's directed at least one episode of every American TV show you can think of. Yeah. X-Files, Angel, Alias, Smallville, One Tree Hill, Supernatural. Yeah. Um, Kurt Fuller, 186 acting credits. Yeah, he's the one that I recognised the most. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, His first acting credit, Mm. 1984 episode of Knight Rider. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, is that everything we've got on No Holds Barred? I think it is. Good. I think we should uh, we should not talk about No Holds Barred anymore. Yeah. Um, As you might have gathered by now, there's not going to be any pitches. No. Uh, this is potentially it yeah. for the show because you're busy, yeah, and I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're busy and tired, and I'm yeah. just tired. Yeah, um, I think for for the for the foreseeable future, we're more about making movies and talking about them. Yes, indeed. Um, and to that end, I think given what you're doing this weekend, I think you should plug your documentary again. Yes. So I'm making a documentary. We have a crowdfunding page. Which a funding is- page. Crowdfunding nice. page. A funding page would be good. A uh, crowdfunding page, uh, which is uh, gofundme.com forward slash the easy bit. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a serious subject in that it's about male a male perspective of fertility treatment and stuff like that. But it's I think it will be a worthwhile docu- documentary to make. But mm-hmm. it's going to be first sort of feature length endeavor mm-hmm. so after many many short films yeah that's really really exciting and we've got a whole bunch of shorts that we've been making yes so. we were we were working on the visual effects mm. visual effects computer effects yeah. for one of them today yeah um and i'm, I'm quite excited that, that one's coming together really well i think yeah i think it is yeah so uh what we will i think what we'll probably do is um i would imagine we'll keep like the twitter account alive uh, for now yeah and maybe kind of tweet some of the shorts and stuff, perhaps from it, or retweet some stuff, yes. perhaps. Yeah. Well, if we're going to put "Have you seen films?" on the beginning of any of them, any of them, as yeah. we did with Barry, I think. Yeah. We yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's I guess it's kind of it really. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the Twitter will remain active, the Facebook yeah. page will remain active, the website will remain active. Yeah. Uh, however, when it comes around to re- renewing the domain name, I'm probably not going to do it. Right. But I yeah. don't think that's due for another year yet. Yeah. Uh, you still owe me forty quid from the last I time. I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when uh, keep going to haveyouseen.net, and when you get a four hundred four page not found, yeah. uh, go to. Ha- fuck, I need to find out what it is. Hold on. <laughs> One moment. Uh, have you seen... Yeah, but what is that masking? Is it is it a WordPress or something? Yeah, it is, but... Uh, uh, this is why we don't... <laughs> I was right. Okay, so when haveyouseen.net stops working, you want to go to haveyouseenpodcast.wordpress.com um, I will, I promise, I will bring this up to date so there will be a clickable link to every, every show. Yeah. Every show. Uh, there'll be a list of every movie we've covered, yeah. which is quite a lot. Yeah, a hell of a lot. Um, and so if you ever want to dip back into the archives, there's that. Uh, I think everything will still be available on iTunes yeah. or however you get your podcasts. Yeah. Um, the YouTube channel is still there and yeah. we'll probably uh, be home to some of the shorts yeah, and some yeah. other... Little videos, maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff when we shoot stuff, maybe? Yeah, 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 perhaps. Uh, the Have You Seen name may yet carry on in other forms. Mm. Uh, but we've been <laughs> we've been doing this for six years. Yeah, I think the crazy. first one was December 2010. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, it now January 2017, yeah. so that's six years and a month. Yeah. It's quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly been fun. Yeah. Apart <laughs> from when we've done, you know, like Beyond the Black Rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, I meant to say we should have thought about. Okay, okay. So without preempting this at all, right? Can you think of one movie that is like? Can you? Is there one that just pops into your head as your absolute favorite that we've covered on the show? It oh can God. be. It can be anything like you pitch me or I pitch you. It doesn't have to be one I've pitched you. Oh my God! I can't even remember the films we've done on this show. Um, <clears throat> what do I remember being? Ple- I like being pleasantly surprised. Is there a stand like just think standout movie? That we've covered. Uh, I'm not scrolling back through our archive at all. No, no, no. Uh, shit. No, I can't think. Hercules, New York. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what I was. I'm trying. To, uh, obviously, I tried to pitch you good films. Yeah. Apart from this one. Yeah. It doesn't count. Uh, and I'm trying to think of one that you pitched me that I was. Uh, blown away by and wasn't expecting to be. Yeah. Uh, I remember liking Supermensch a lot. Right. Um, apart from my one big issue with it, I really like Whiplash. Right. Uh, and I do actually want to watch that again. Yes. Um, it's appeared on Netflix. It's yeah, it's been hanging on Netflix for a while. Mm. Uh, what else was good? Loads of stuff. We've done loads of uh, Snowpiercer yeah. with shit. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Um, I really wish you'd prime me with this before. Well, that's why I just wondered if you had a gut reaction. No, because we've done so many. No. Yeah, I know we have. Yeah, I mean, like, I can think we've of... We've done a lot of great documentaries. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Um, For the Bible Tells Me So, um, the American Football one, the Imposter, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Finding Vivian Meyer was very good. Yeah. Um, we've done a lot of great documentaries. Yeah. See, for um, me, it's things like um, like the the surprising ones that you pitched me were things like Paddington. Yeah. Uh, Shall We Dance To, particularly. Yes. I, I, I suspect that Shall We Dance To 
is my favourite of all of the movies we've really? covered. Like, the, certainly that you pitched me. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think about others that, you know... Rush was good. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Mm. That weird Turkish Santa Claus movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, there, I mean, we had, and we had some great pitches from people. Yeah, we did. You know, uh, I, um, the... God, I can't remember the, yeah the um the f- American football documentary was a pitch wasn't it what the hell was that called oh unpronounceable un- oh it was undefeated undefeated there we go I knew yeah. it was, I, I wanted Unsung. to say uh, untouchable and I knew it wasn't yeah, that yeah that was another good film yeah do you know what this is show you how in tune me and my wife are that mm. um we both decided to buy each other some Blu-rays for Christmas and right we, did we you did, buy each other the same we, movies we we bought each other uh, um fuck you just said the name of this it's completely gone in my head untouchable Un- yeah, Untouchables. Uh, yes. Yeah. It has so many different titles. Yeah, uh, yeah or un- Untouchable. Yeah, we yeah. both bought each other that. There you go. Yeah. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Uh, having the shit scared out being by uh, Alien. Alien at the age of 35. <laughs> um, uh, memories, memories, memories. Yeah. Yeah, scrolling's not helping me. No. Uh, we covered a lot of shit films as well. So we did. Command performance. Yeah. Uh, faster. That was really good. Yes. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? I'm just like listing off Yeah, stuff. no. Well, apart like from shall, said, we, shall We Dance yeah, You Shall We Dance surprised. You, Paddington, uh, Casablanca. Um, oh God, I forgot you hadn't seen that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was great. Um, and like you say, a lot of the documentaries that we found, mm. um, Imposter, that was just, yeah. that is incredible, mm. that film. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think what else, what else we covered. Um, but yeah, those are the ones that kind of immediately leap to mind. Mm. Um, like I've I've bought both Paddington and Shall We Dance Sue. Excellent. Um, so that's what I was trying to think of. Which ones have I kind of got then gone and bought because I really enjoyed them so much. Mm. And it's those. Um, yeah, yeah. Some we've covered some good stuff. Well, I think we should thank everybody who's ever been involved in this podcast. Yeah. Um, people who have helped out behind the scenes. People who have pitched the stuff. People who yeah. have uh, sent us reviews. Yeah. Um, people who have voted for us on iTunes, people, anybody else who's ever been involved, thank you very much for your support. Yeah. Um, is that it? Anything else? I don't know. It's been no. it's been really fun. It's it has been, been really fun. To do. And you know, we may return to it depending on what what kind of happens with everything else. Indeed. Uh, and in the meantime, support his documentary. Thank you. Um, that's it. Bye. Bye.